Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I am joined by Dr. Alex Auerbach in what is the final episode in a three-part series on the performance mindset. Alex is the Senior Director of Wellness and Development for the Toronto Raptors. Alex joined the Raptors after serving as the Director of Clinical and Sports Psychology for the University of Arizona. Alex has worked with NCAA Division I schools in the Pac-12, ACC, Big 12, and Conference USA. In today's episode, Alex provides you with a three-step framework for leveraging stress to improve performance. Alex also discusses the four stress mindsets and how they impact performance and the three steps to performing in the clutch. This is one of the most practical episodes on the performance mindset that we've ever done on the blueprint. So I took a lot of notes and I will definitely be leveraging them for myself, my family, and my team at AIM7. So I hope you take notes and send this episode to a friend who could use it. But before we get started, please take two seconds and hit the subscribe button on whichever listening platform you are joining us from, as this is one of the best ways that you can support the show. So now it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Alex, is there an upside to stress? Can it facilitate performance? And then how do we deal with performance anxiety? Wonderful question. I, I want to step back. So the, the short answer is yes, but now I'm going to give you all the reasons why, right? So I want to step back first to understanding what, what stress really is, right? So stress in, in my view, right, and in the way that we really, I think, would more productively think about stress, stress is just our brain and body preparing us to do something effortful, right? Mm-hmm. Cortisol is just a metabolic regulator preparing your brain and body to do something effortful. It's not some terrible, debilitating hormone that you have to get rid of. It's not this like overwhelming sense that everything is going to go wrong because you have too much cortisol. Like none of that is real to how our bodies operate, right? right? It's been talked about a lot, but that doesn't necessarily make it true. And so I think it's it's important to start there with this idea that stress itself is really all about doing something effortful. Stress is generally good because it's motivating us to act and it becomes not so good when we fail to engage in recovery and restore the energy that we've used in doing that something effortful. Mm. And so, you know, you may have heard people talk about things like eustress and distress. Um, and I think that's a fine way to kind of categorize it. But at its core, this is your body telling you there's something to do here. And so I absolutely believe there's an upside to stress because you can harness that energy either to do something productive or to do something destructive, essentially. Right. True. And oftentimes the the simple, you know, act of making it productive really boils down to a couple of things, right? So one is effectively uh, regulating your physiology. So the first thing people notice often when they're under stress or pressure is things like a racing heart or sweaty palms, or maybe the top of your forehead starts sweating or you get warm. And immediately, and totally natural human reaction, right? We go basically like, oh no, right? What What is this? Like something is not right here. And if we can sort of moderate and modulate that physiology a little bit, we give ourselves just a little bit more sense of control. Um, 
to then sort of like pick and choose. And so then the second dimension is seeing this stressor, is this a challenge or is it a threat? And in my world, we'd call that an appraisal, right? So mm-hmm. seeing something as a challenge is just about finding the opportunity in whatever it is your body's mobilizing you to do. So perhaps it's an opportunity to demonstrate a new skill, to learn something new, to showcase your strengths. Those are all ways you can think about a stressor and use then this energy and physiology in a productive way. If you think about this stressor as like, oh no, I'm going to screw this up and then no one's going to like me or I'm going to lose my job. Now you're kind of teetering into this stress as a threat. And in that case, you know, a few sort of rough things happen to us, right? Our physiology gets more out of control. Our thinking gets more out of control. And this is where people often sort of have that experience of like uh, being overwhelmed by their thoughts um, or being overwhelmed by their feelings. And so, you know, I think picking and choosing that sort of challenge versus threat is really important. And then the last piece I'd say is, you know, really concrete sort of tactic or strategy I'd give someone to think about the upside of stresses. Focusing on what you can control and a really simple formula is win, right? What's important now? If you can figure out in this sort of pressure-filled, stressful moment, like what it is that's most important to you and what you need to do with this energy your body's giving you, then the more productive this stress can be for you. And this actually extends into some really interesting data. So if I can be a nerd for a minute here. Please nerd out. I think it's, yeah, I think it's relevant. So we actually have some really interesting data now from really elite performers, like Navy SEAL level performers about the types of mindsets people can have about stress. And we, you know, you've heard the word mindset a lot. Most people I think are familiar with the idea of growth mindset. Now it's been really popularized, right? But mindset is basically just like an attitude or belief about something, right? So in a sense, even like the placebo effect is a mindset. It's just this belief that whatever it is that we're doing is actually helping us. And it turns out that our mindsets about stress play a huge role in how effectively we use stress and how it helps performance. And you got really four options. So the first is the one that you want. It's that stress is enhancing. It's this idea that you have appraised your stress as a challenge. You believe in your heart that this stress is going to help you and you can use it to help yourself and your teammates perform better. And what we find is that people who embrace stress with this stress is enhancing mindset and actively cultivate this belief, like every time they feel themselves under stress or pressure, they start to look at what's the opportunity here? What can I learn? What can I showcase? The more they engage with that mindset, the better they perform and the better teammate they are, right? They're the people that they're working with actually perform better because it turns out the stress is enhancing mindset allows you to actually see the opportunity for other people too, right? Under this stressful Mm. situation. It's really kind of cool. And I think it's important because it contrasts with the next mindset. And so the second mindset, which is the one that I think people often adopt and is sort of like our default. And I think has been popularized with like uh, the memes of the grind set and the idea that you're like out there on this Island by yourself, like performing, which is just not true is what they've called the will your way through mindset. And so You know, some people are familiar with like David Goggins, right? He's an absolutely incredible person. He's been through some amazing things and he's, he's pushed himself to the limits, but he's the quintessential will your way through it, right? Like no, not that many people could go through hell week three times. You know, it's just not, it's not realistic. So people who believe they can just will their way through stress, it turns out they're kind of right and kind of not. So What ends up happening is like they can perform reasonably well in the moment, 
but their recovery tends to be worse because they sort of view it as just something to get through versus an opportunity to improve or to use effectively. And the second dimension that I think is really interesting is people who adopt this will your way through mindset have a really hard time understanding why other people can't do it. Yep, and so that it makes, makes them total sense. Right? It's super they're, interesting. They're almost derogatory towards others. Exactly, because like, well, I'm doing it. Why, why could you not do this? Eric? Why can't you just push through just like me? But that's actually pretty bad for team performance, right? If you're sitting there wondering why nobody else can do what you're doing, you know, you're not helping, you're not facilitating your team's performance. The third mindset option here is stress is debilitating, right? So it's that challenge versus threat showing up again. And it's just, just this idea that like, oh my gosh, if I experience any stress, I'm totally going to like crumble and it's all going to fall apart. And, you know, this is what people experience sometimes when they do something that's like novel or new, right? Uncertainty, learning something new, dealing with ambiguity. These things are all metabolically pretty taxing on the brain. Mm -hmm. And so those are the places where this like stress is debilitating mindset tends to crop up. But again, you can work on this, you know, stress is enhancing mindset pretty actively almost every day, right? When your physiology is sort of like ramping you up, start to think about what are you being energized for? And then the fourth one I love touching on because it goes back to that growth mindset. And it's kind of this, I what I would call is like, uh, stress apathetic. It's this idea that failure is an opportunity to learn. And it turns out that when you're performing under stress, thinking about what you can learn from your failure is actually like bad, right? <laughs> we don't want NBA players. We don't want NBA players with two minutes to go in the game thinking about like, well, if we lose, we can just learn from this, you know, or when you're giving a presentation and you're up there and you're under stress, it's not actually helpful to think about what the learning opportunity is here, right? It's helpful to be thinking about how you can use this to deliver your best when you need to be delivering. And so this sort of like, oh, stress is fine, whatever, like I'm just going to learn from it, not helpful. And also the data says we actually don't learn from failure, right? So not only is this not going to help you perform, but the idea that you're going to learn something because you're under stress and you failed is, is just not true, right? At least as the data bears it out. So those, those would be kind of the four mindsets I would you know sort of tease apart for people. And again, obviously encourage that stress is enhancing mindset. And can I give you one more thing? Please. Because I, I love this topic. So the last thing I, I want to sort of differentiate between is short-term and long-term stress, right? And so in some, some ways, like stress is kind of a function of a few factors, right? It's like, how important is something or how much do you care about it? How much uncertainty is there? And in a sense, like, what is your load, right? Like, how much stuff are you dealing with? Right. And so in the long-term there's a lot you can do to manage stress, right? You can improve your coping skills. You can um, revisit your values. You can say no to things. You can um, keep things in perspective. But in the short term, you know, there are really like three key steps you can take if you want to basically like perform in the clutch, right? So if we think about like NBA players, games on the line, like you got to deliver, right? These are like the peak stress moments that people experience, right? So it's that big pitch to investors. It's the meeting you have with your boss where you're asking for a raise. It's these like single, singular, clearly defined outcome-based events that are really, really important to you. There are three things you can do to really make the most of those opportunities. Mm -hmm. The first is coming all the way back to the beginning, right? Choose challenge. Choose to see this as an opportunity to do something, to demonstrate something, right? Don't focus on 
what could go wrong or what the possible threat is. Stay grounded in like, this is an opportunity for me to argument, argue for my worth, say, if you're going for a promotion or it's an opportunity to showcase my successes, right? Really thinking about the challenge. The second is holding in mind the clear outcome that you want, right? So it's not helpful to sort of like drag on stress in this instance, right? Like in these pressure packed moments, it's not helpful to think like, well, you know, if I blow this meeting with my boss for the promotion, there's always next year, right? We want to focus on like, this is the chance. And there's a really clear goal I have in mind and almost like see yourself living it. And then the third is make the conscious choice to increase effort. So it turns out that people have way more control over their effort and how much effort they're exerting than they think they do, right? And there's some data that suggests that our brain starts sending us signals about things like pain when we're exercising, when we're actually about like 30% of our capacity, right? And it makes sense. Like your brain's job is to protect you from getting hurt and from something bad happening to you is to keep you alive. And so, of course, when you're doing something strenuous and physical, like when you're like, hey, you know, you're running like pretty hard right now. You, you want to think about slowing down? But it turns out like you don't really need to slow down at that point, right? It's just your brain sort of like testing you essentially. But what you can do is just consciously override that and say like, no, okay, I'm recognizing like, I'm actually not that tired, but this is just 30% of my brain sending me signals. And so choosing to put forth a little bit more effort to up your intensity actually helps you perform a little bit better in the clutch. So I know I just gave you a bunch of stuff about the upside of stress, but this is stuff I'm really passionate about and think is really interesting. This is amazing. I just took a ton of notes. I mean, this is so good. I am very thankful that you came on this show to share this. Now, Alex, I know that you have some courses. We're going to put that in the show notes. People need to be looking out for that because if you listened at all to the past three episodes, like this is just stuff you're not going to find. And that was one of the reasons I reached out is like, you're one of the best. In, I, I mean, think in the world, I mean, you have a, an amazing reputation for helping athletes perform at an elite level, but look, we're all performers, right? Performance looks different for everybody. If you're a truck driver, it's, can I be mentally aware and drive eight to 10 hours, uh, you know, and be safe on the roads. If I'm a parent, can I be present with my kids and control my emotions? We're all performing. And this is phenomenal. Um, not just advice, but science backed practical recommendations that anybody can use. So thank you so much for coming on. I'm so thankful that you did this. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And you know what, before we go, I think it's so important what you just said. So I just want to double down on that. Like I firmly believe everyone is a performer, right? Mm -hmm. And whether your show is like the NBA show or your show is raising the best kids you can raise or managing people, like we all have moments where we want to perform well because all of us are doing something we care about. And so mm. anytime there's something important to you on the line, like that's your performance opportunity. And these skills, I really believe can help anyone be their best when it matters most. So thank you so much for having me. This was a ton of fun. Thanks for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. And if you found this episode to be useful, please take a few moments and take a screenshot of the podcast on your phone and share it with a friend or colleague that could use this message to improve their performance. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.